Welcome to Swatting Flies and Telling Lies. Um, cracking open a new episode for you guys. I have COVID. I don't know. I work in the public area, so could have been passed there. Doubtful. I don't know. I got a haircut last Thursday. Could have passed there. Don't know. Um, here we are, um, fully vaccinated and boosted, and when I recorded the podcast with Merle, you could kind of hear it in my voice then, and I was like, well, this isn't good, and then, uh, I got, woke up Sunday morning, voice sounded like this. Just felt like shit. Um, still, Sunday was a rough day. I went and got tested yesterday, and it came back positive. Had a temperature over 100 yesterday. Got it down to 98 by the time I went to bed. And I slept off and on. Uh, this morning... Um, pretty, pretty rough start to the day. I, um, was just coughing and hacking up a bunch of phlegm to the point where I was dry heaving and I was, uh, you know, one of those just like fucking uncontrollable coughs when you're sick and then it just feels like your head's going to fucking explode every time you cough. And then, yeah, then the dry heaving started, and it was just a bunch of fucking mucus and shit. Um, That lasted the early part of this morning. And and then, uh, yeah, so, I don't know, man. I'd hate to think if I wasn't fully vaxxed and boosted. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm older, because I'm out of shape. In all reality, it's probably because I switched to a plant-based diet for a week, then I get COVID. Coincidence? I know it's hard to tell that I'm being sarcastic because I sound like fucking shit run over twice. I'm obviously being very sarcastic. But when I was crushing a steady diet of chips and pop and cheese dip, I never got COVID. <laughs> Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, past couple days, I've been feeling the opposite of Billy Madison on Nudie Magazine Day. If you guys remember that all-time classic, he was in the, he was just over the fucking moon, happy and excited Because nude magazines were coming in. Nudie magazine day. Nudie magazine day. I feel the fucking opposite of that right now. 
Um, very thankful that uh, my buddy Carlene picked up my groceries yesterday, dropped them off at the front steps, and uh, took off. I didn't open up the door until I saw her pulling away. I didn't. I don't need to be giving this to anybody, man. Um, and then uh, it was just a rough couple fucking days. Um, still rough as we speak, as you could clearly hear. And I don't know, man. It, it sucks. Um, it's just like, what do you do? You know, there's not much you can do, man. You, you just look for comfort. You look for, you know, what's going to make you feel good. And for some reason, yesterday, I fucking was scrolling through Hulu because I was like, you know what? I got to start going through my list of shit here and uh, getting rid of some movies, even though I have all these movies on a hard drive, right? So I put on Short Circuit. Um not the best of the 80s movies, but it's very, you know, something we all watched in 86, 87, 88. One of those movies that when you're sick and it's on HBO when you're homesick, so you put it on. You just leave it on HBO. So that's what I did. Um, crashed out for about a half hour during it. Uh, had a couple half hour naps yesterday. And then uh, finished uh, finished Short Circuit 2. It, uh, like you said, you just look for comfort, man. And I live alone. I don't, I'm not dating anybody. So I don't have anybody in my life that way. Even if I did, they couldn't be here right now because then I would get them sick. So there's that. So I, after that, I put on Short Circuit 2. And that one came out two years later in 88. So... It just uh, unleashed all the nostalgia. <laughs> so, uh, watch that. Uh, super cheesy. Not the best movie, but it was enjoyable. I didn't have to... Didn't have to think. <laughs> now, given both of those movies have two huge problems with it, and that's using a white actor to play an Indian Um you know, Aziz Ansari pointed that out numerous times, so it's, you know, unfortunately it's different times, but still, here we are. I put those two movies on. One, bring me back to my childhood, to when I was home, and when I got sick at home, I would just, uh, you know, my parents would go to work, and then uh, my mom would check on me on her lunch break, my dad would check on me on his lunch break, and my brother Milo would get home from school before both of them and uh, ask if I needed anything. Normally said, yeah, it was always like some toast or uh, or he went to the store and bought me. What I'm drinking right now is a 7-Up. Um, so I just had 7-Up and crackers. You know, and if I could hold anything down, you know, before my parents came home, he would make me... Uh, I'm chicken noodle soup or be like, hey, mom told me to tell you this is what she's making you for dinner. Um, and at that point, you know, so you put something on that comforts you. Um, I'll be checking in later on, probably record another segment tomorrow. 
Uh, very clearly can't talk that long right now. You could hear it in my voice. It sounds like, um, well, it sounds like hammered shit. <laughs> if hammered shit could talk. So, uh, listen to a podcast with Anthony Michael Hall. So now I'm on an Anthony Michael Hall kick. Got weird science on. And I'm probably going to watch Johnny be good. Um, so I was going to do updates throughout the week. And that's going to be the podcast. So I'm going to try to record 10 minutes a day. And then uh, go from there. That way, give everybody a play-by-play on what it's doing to me. And how I hopefully improve each day. Um, it was Father's Day. My daughter called me... Um, She's uh, cool as shit, so she understood that I couldn't talk very long. She's called up, told me she loved me, and then uh, hung up. Now we're just texting. Um, that's another reason I thought uh, if I just do 10-minute segments each day, then I'll have a, a, a full episode combined. So it'll be a Voltron of COVID fucked upness. Um, and then, uh, yeah. The one thing that fucking irks me about this is one, very family oriented. So when my sister comes over and my nephew takes off to his STEM camp up in Juneau, I don't get to see Logan before he leaves. So now I don't get to see Logan until sometime in July which is a long time for me to not see my nephew, and that sucks. I don't get to see Lance, which sucks. I don't get to hang out with any of my sisters, which really sucks. Um, I was supposed to go over to Malakala this Thursday for Ahu's celebration. <sighs> I'm fucking greatly disappointed about that. And I was supposed to hang out with Ahu this weekend, which sucks because... When I do get to go back out in public, I have to wear a mask. So my family can't stay with me. Um, Got to fucking be safe, you know, so it just sucks. I usually have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with them when they're with me. <sighs> and now I can't, so I'll be back tomorrow to give you guys an update. Bye. Hey, it's me again. Um see Sunday Monday Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday it's day four of quarantine um yesterday was <coughs> oh man the cough it still kind of hurts man uh still a little fucked up in the head <laughs> so to speak there's uh Temperature was getting up to the 99 yesterday. Um, felt like I was, uh, felt like I had a fever, but technically they're saying I didn't. Had to be 100 or more. Uh, did the old school thing, had the ice bag on my head, and I wore it like a hat. That's how hot my body was yesterday. It's like, holy shit. Um, had some cough drops. Got some seven up, which I'm cracking right now. 
Got still got another case of Propel. Got actual Gatorade. And like I said, my nose is still stuffed up and and it's um it's been pretty rough so far. <coughs> like I said, when I cough like that. I can fucking feel it still. <laughs> oh, not as bad, but I can still fucking feel it. Uh, so yesterday, I gave you guys that update. And today's day four. So. Um, oh, like I said, glad I'm vaccinated. And boosted, so. It, I'm assuming with how I feel now would have been much worse which is a scary thought um, my voice is still fucked up uh, feels like it's not as bad as I was yesterday but and they're probably going to use an edipotty today any potty any, I don't know shit you put in your nose with warm water it's solution <laughs> uh, it's a weird feeling not as weird as this COVID though uh, there's also um, I uh, just been fucking hacking up fucking some serious fucking loogies man um, I was doing it yesterday it reminded me of one of my former bosses. Uh, I went to work in 97. And, uh, was at Taquan Air. And we didn't have our regular van at the time. I don't remember if Scott, I think Scott sent it over here to catch can to get maintenance or if it just broke down and needed maintenance done to it. But they sent us over a U-Haul <laughs> rental. And it was a mini one. And it, when I got to work, I was like, holy shit, that, that's what we got, I guess. And uh, Scott was smoking a cigarette. And he was, he was like, Bruce, you're here, all right. And I'm always early. Never fucking late. And uh, he's like, a couple things... He's like, we need a, he's like, we can't, but you gotta, gotta put like a head check when you get out, man. He's like, me and Johnny both almost knocked ourselves out getting out of this stupid little thing. And I was like, how long are we going to have this? He's like, well, until we get our van back, of course. And we kind of laughed. And what made me think of this whole conversation yesterday with him was when I was hawking up these loogies, I just kind of said to myself, Holy fuck, those are some serious loogie burgers, man. And uh, he's like, too, the other thing, Johnny's sicker than shit. I said, oh, fuck, really? He said, yeah, he's hawking up serious loogie burgers, man. Sent him home. So he'll probably be back in a few days, but he's pretty sick. <laughs> and uh, so that's what it reminded me of that. Just that, uh, not even an odd conversation, just a random conversation. And, dude, that was 25 years ago, man fucking nuts 
which when I met, well, I initially met Scott in 92 at his nephew's funeral, one of my best friends, Travis. Then that summer I worked for him and it was his birthday. I think, I think it's next month. And, uh, and I got to work. He was working on his birthday. And then, uh, he, I was like, hey, hold you boss he's like oh a quarter of a century and then he dove off the porch this uh little porch over the ramp into the waters holy shit and then he went home because <laughs> it was the end of his shift um and uh yeah so that was uh Anthony Michael Hall kick, which I did. I watched Weird Science, and then I, uh, you know, because everything's in alphabetical order on my hard drive, and I uh, was going to watch Johnny Be Good, but A B C D E F G comes before J. And I came across this movie I haven't seen in quite some time now. Uh, gotcha with Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, turned out to be a spy espionage flick. And uh movie starts off with Anthony Michael Hall. Like it's kind of like what what is this man? And then like he shoots somebody. Then you realize it's like Oh shit, it's just uh, a paint gun. Well, these paint paintball guns that they were using look like real pistols, man. And I was like, holy shit. Like, you whip that out now. Like, if it looked like that, if those if the paintball guns really did look like that, <laughs> cops would be called. People would think there's some kind of shooting going on man um and I was just like amazed this movie's PG-13 80's PG-13 got Anthony Edwards in it with uh with uh Linda Ferentino and like I said, I was just like, oh yeah, fuck, man. The guns looked really real back in the day, back in the 80s for paintball guns. Like, from the ones that I remember that I see now, like, you know those are paintball guns. Um, but yeah, so they're running around campus shooting each other in a game called Gotcha. And uh, he ends up going over to Paris and uh, hooks up with, with this girl named... Uh, Sasha, who turns out to be a spy and falls in love with her, loses his virginity to her, immediately drops everything to go be with her, and leaves his buddy. But uh, the thing I liked about it was uh, a lot of things. I liked the, uh, liked the plot, liked the actors. It made me want to get a paintball gun. 
which this came out in 85 and in 87 there actually was a release of the gotcha gun now it looked nothing like it and i was pissed but looking hindsight being 2020 it was like orange and kind of a yellowish gun and uh and uh it had like a little paintball stuff with it it was just uh just the coolest thing man like all i needed then was my proton pack <laughs> and i was good uh i believe there was a gotcha game um and hold on i'm gonna double check really quick i got the time I think it was on Nintendo. Oh. Maybe there wasn't. I thought there was a Nintendo game. I guess there wasn't. Oh. Hold on. amongst yourselves while the teacher's busy students <laughs> okay uh, there was uh oh let's see gotcha later spawned a game for the NES gotcha the sport a line of toys based on the game and film was released. Gotcha. Okay, I'm going to look that up really quick. Um, almost positive I had that. Uh, oh, yeah. Gotcha. The sport. Get them before they get you. <laughs> I did have that game. I remember just being amazed by it. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Came out in November of 87. <laughs> this looks like a side scrolling. <laughs> see what the toy line looks like um ha I described it perfectly there it was there it is I bought that at fucking Ben Franklin's Holy shit, dude. This is crazy, man. I'm trying to save it to my phone. But it's not letting me, so I think I'm going to have to do a screenshot. Which, fine, but it's never going to look as cool as 
you know. Um, sorry about that. I got kind of diverted there. Uh, I'll, I'll wrap this up. I also really loved the uh, the Gotcha theme song that was played at the beginning of the movie. And I could never find it, man. You know, at the end of it, it says available on record and cassette. And, uh, yeah, that was in 1985. So, anyways, here we go. And uh, talk to you tomorrow with another update.
Hi everybody, welcome to Swat and Flies Telling Lies. Last day of quarantine is today. Um, I'm all fucked up still. <laughs> uh, nose is still clogged. I lost my sense of smell and taste. Um, that fucking really sucks. Uh, nothing I could do about it. And it's very frustrating. It's beyond fucking odd. It makes me fucking super bitter. Um, you know, uh, I try to look at the bright side of things and the positivity. Um, it's fucking difficult, man. I'm not going to fucking lie. <coughs> um, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's fucked up. It's, uh, yeah, it's fucking craziness, man. So 2020 was the first year, 2021, now 2022. And then I get it, you know, um, there's a few things that go into this. A couple weeks ago, I recorded a podcast stating that I had a sty. <coughs> Well, guess what fucking decided to reappear and come back with a vengeance? A fucking another sty on the same eyelid on the outside. Luckily, I still got the fucking drops. Also, I get a fucking notice of jury duty up in Juno. It's like, dude, I'm <laughs> I'm fucking taking it dry and deep here right now, man. I ain't fucking going up there to fucking fuck that, man. Um, and that, and that in itself, like, they didn't send me a questionnaire. I'm on the phone with the lady from Juno, and that was cordial. I was nice. And and then I'm calling her, like, four or five times, and you could tell she was getting irritated. It's like, well, I can't even log into the place you told me I need to log into. So, fuck, that's you guys' problem, man. I'm doing what I can. Fuck out of here. And it just sucks. Uh, it's been a rough fucking month. Like I said, there's the sty in the eye. There's COVID, being diagnosed with COVID. And then having a fucking 100, 101 degree temperature Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yesterday was the first day I didn't have a fever. I had ice pack on my head and let that shit melt. I wore it like a hat. I couldn't even feel it. You know, I was so fucking, so fucking hot with the fever, man. And then I lose my smell and taste. <sighs> and then, yeah, so it's just like, fuck. It got me thinking, man. Part of who I am fucking is being a bitter fucking, you know, like, I, I'm positive and everything, but I want to go back a few years at an old job that I was, that I'm not at anymore. It's a city of Saxman job. They allowed a fucking co-worker, quote-unquote, boss, quote-unquote, whatever, to always uh, shit-talk me, fucking say fucked-up things, and I would say shit back to her. Like, the most outlandish fucking things, man. And then, uh, we're coming up 
on the two-year anniversary of my cousin Romy dying in a in a driving accident and DWI accident. He wasn't driving. He wasn't. I don't fucking care what anybody says. He fucking was not driving. Um. So leading up to this, there was like uh, a holiday, and then like we had like a mayor proc day. That's where the mayor just gives you the day off with pay. And then uh, my cousin died, and it's during COVID, so we don't know how long it's going to take, you know, because um, we're all just living through the pandemic, and it's even scarier back then. So, going to put my time off, and I'm taking a Monday off. I don't give a fuck, man. I had family I hadn't seen, uh, Romy's kids, his wife. Uh, my, my cousin Billy, um, you know, I, and I was going to be giving them a ride when they came back. Ain't no way in fucking hell I was going to go to fucking work and rush through that shit. Fuck no. And this fucking person was said, came up and said, you are not taking that time off. I said, yep, I already put in for it and I got approved. She said, nope. Nope, you have missed too many Mondays in a row. That'll be the third Monday in a row. I said, I don't give a fuck. I was like, you are not my boss. He's like, you you need to quit acting like you're my boss. You are not my fucking boss. Fuck out of here. And she's like, nope, nope, you are not taking it. And I said, nah, man. I was like, this is my fucking cousin's funeral. I'm going home for that. I'm fucking going to be taking family over to the airport. Fuck out of here, man. Nope, nope. Fuck you, man. Finish what I was doing. Uh, Put the vent back up, walked up. I said, hey, if you can't talk to me in a respectful manner, don't ever fucking talk to me again. And this fucking raggedy cunt fucking laughed. (laughs) Whatever, whatever. And then uh, I went and reported it. And again, nothing happened. And then I was told that they would choose her over me, which they eventually did. And... um. So I'm fucking, it's like, you know what? I'm in a fucking way better place. I get treated way the fuck better. (sighs) I get fucking, uh, shit gets dealt with like that now. And then I turn around and, uh, so what this person now sees is that they listen to her and she gets it in her head that she's damn near in charge and they're going to do what she always wants to do. And so, uh, they put up, they, they put up a window during, uh, when COVID first hit. So people would come in and pay their bills, but they couldn't come into the office and, and, uh, how they were going to do it. She didn't like it. And she kept threatening to retire, threatening to retire. And then, when she got her way and they, they told me in November, right before Thanksgiving that they were going to let me go. They were like, well, this could be your last day or you could work out until the end of, you know, till December, like 15th or 16th. I was like, I don't got a job to go to. I fucking need to work. So I very bitterly fucking worked till the end. And then she kept pushing and pushing and pushing. This fucked up person kept 
fucking just being a fucking raggedy cunt ass bitch. And then <laughs> they kept uh, like, you need to write stuff down. And I wrote a bunch of shit down for everybody that I do. And it was a fucking lot of shit. It was a lot of annual shit that needed to be done. I wrote very detailed fucking messages. And then uh, this fucking bitch kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And then she didn't get her way. (laughs) So uh, they told her, go ahead and retire then. And she thought about it. She thought about it. And right before I, I was getting pushed out, they had a meeting. And then she announced that she was quitting and quote unquote retiring. I just wanted to laugh, man. I was just like, all right. Well, this is what you guys need to do. Said my piece, and I got the fuck out of that meeting. And then this fucking bitch was trying to act like she was my friend. Fuck out of here. All the shit that you talked, telling me I can't go to a family member's funeral. Then they all fucking just acted like fucking morons about it. Like, oh, well, we're not close with our family. I don't give a fuck. That's your fucked up family's fault, man. Fucking try to fucking tell me what I am or what I ain't with my family. Fuck out of here. The fuck do you know, man? And then, to make this story even fucking better, she fucking burned her bridges with the higher-ups there, which fuck them too, all the shit that they talked. So in January, I'm recording, a, this was in 2021, I was recording a podcast with Grant and I kept getting these phone calls, and uh, we were having a burger and fries and just discussing uh, the shit that was going on at the state capitol, the state our country is in, where we both stand on it. Anyways, and I'm like, fuck this, man. I kept, you know, they would fucking hit me up and ask me questions. Like, I put everything down in the fucking shit that you guys asked me to, man. I fucking wrote very detailed shit. And then they just kept calling and calling. I was like, fuck you guys. I stopped answering. Then another time, I was just chilling at home. I just got home, or I was uh, got woken up because I was working a night shift. And it was snowing out. Two things. I was I a was, uh, greeter at Walmart, and I uh, it was snowing. And some people from Saxman came in. They're like, hey, man, why aren't you plowing? I said, motherfucker, you're at Walmart and I'm fucking greeting. What the fuck do you think? And they kind of laughed. I said, what the fuck's funny about it? I go, no, no, it's just uh, the plowing's not getting done out in Saxman. We could tell you're not out there anymore. You were out there at 5 a.m. at the latest on days like today. It's like they didn't start until 9 o'clock. I said, nah, get what you pay for. And uh, and then I got a call, and uh, the person was asking me, his former co-worker, he's like, well, you know, on the plow, you got these little, um, I don't even know what the fuck they call them at the fucking ends. Uh, it's uh, whatever it is. I, I, when I, when they got, we got the new shit put on, I asked the guys, like, should I take those off? Those aren't, the plow's not hitting the ground. I said, no, no, you leave those on. I was like, are you sure? I said, yeah. And I looked at my coworker. I said, you think? He said, no, just listen to him. Okay. And my former coworker called me up and was fucking pissed off. I said, why are you getting mad at me? Why? 
You were right there. You didn't ask any questions like I asked to this guy. I asked him if we should take those fucking little plate things off on the bottom. Not the fucking plate that where you where the blades at, but like there's these uh, little footings. I was like, you didn't say anything. I was the one who asked all the questions. And he hung up, then he called, and then he sent the video talking shit about how it works, and best believe that. And I said, hey, motherfucker, I was there. You didn't ask any questions. I asked the questions. You didn't. Why are you calling me up all mad? You got what you want. You're out there. And then, uh, so later on, uh, I, I go from that job to the Point Higgins job. And, and uh, you know, it goes as good as that could go. There's a few bumps in the road out there. People fucking say and do shit. And it's like, the way you treat people says a lot about you. The way you treat fucking people who work in the janitorial spot of the job, when you treat them like shit, not only are you fucking piece of shit, but your values are fucking below fucking low garbage and there was teachers out there that did that they fucking tried telling me oh, i don't even know what you do i don't even know if you do any cleans like what did you say i i don't have to clean your room i'll just fucking make up a lie and say that i didn't have time <laughs> you know you want to fucking treat me like shit and then i got the call where i'm at now and couldn't quit fast enough cut to this person from the old job at saxman now trying to act like we're buddy buddy and uh she kept pushing apparently out there and uh they pushed back and uh they ended up um throwing a, a little uh party for her and uh not a lot of people showed up for it and i'm going to be i'm never if nothing else i'm fucking honest I fucking did my best to not fucking laugh in this person's face. Like, you know what? You're a fucking human garbage person, man. You said racist shit. You got away with it. You told me I couldn't go to my cousin's funeral. You pushed and pushed so I couldn't get to it. You fucking turned on fake tears to the fucking mayor. <laughs> and, uh, fuck you, man. Like, I fucking tried so hard not to laugh in this person's face. Took everything I fucking had to not laugh in this person's face. It's like... You remember that scene in The Karate Kid when Daniel LaRusso's dancing with Ellie with an eye at the Halloween party? And uh, she says she just wants to know when... The Cobra Kai and them are going to get there. Is when's it going to come around? And Daniel takes it into his own hands and fucking hoses Johnny Lawrence while he's on the shitter, lighting up and trying to roll and smoke a joint. Takes off running, hands his shower head to Allie with an eye and says, it's coming around. So when you hear him say, it's coming around, what goes around comes around. That's what that whole thing was about. And then that's the thought I had when, uh, when she was bitching about it and then uh and then to make this whole to add seasoning to all this fucking juiciness of how fucking uh shit gets fucked up for other people after they treat you like shit and then they realize it and they try to bash the people 
out in Saxman to make me feel better. I just fu- I, I I couldn't help it at that point. I just started laughing. I said, "Yeah, you guys made a decision, man. You guys had to live with it, and then it turned on you, and then and then you saw it from my point of view." So I don't feel bad for you, man. I don't. <laughs> I just laughed and walked away, and uh, and then she tried talking to me again, and I just said, "Nah, I ain't here for that. I can help you with something. Though you need something in the store, no. All right, I gotta go." And uh, you know, I was cordial, but it's just like, fuck out of here, dude. You <laughs> you fucking made it fucking hell. You made an unpleasant workplace out in Saxman, along with a lot of fucking other people. And uh, so it just felt good to to do uh, to do this to do this portion of the podcast for this Sunday because the first one I did, uh, I couldn't record on. On, on, I don't think I recorded on Monday, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, today. Just fucking, I got super bitter, and I'm still fucking bitter, man. I'm gonna fucking hold on to that shit too. I'm gonna fucking use it. So uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow after I check in and give another update. Yeah, hi everybody. So. <coughs> This is uh, day four of recording. Um, feeling better. I uh, still got no taste or smell. It's very odd, very fucked up. Um, went out to do some errands just to send stuff, like uh, send stuff back with family, and I was getting tired doing that. So. Um, this is just like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, uh, I'm feeling way better as opposed to how I felt Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and it's just kicking my ass right now, dude. Um, like, yeah, like I said, I'm just it's just fucking being winded. It's just tired, quick right now. It's just uh. I don't know, man. It's craziness. Uh, I felt better yesterday after I got that shit off my chest. Oh, you're going to hear it. No need for me to recap when it's going to bleed right into this. Um, This one, yeah, it's just uh, I'm off quarantine today. So I saw my mom briefly, saw my sisters briefly, saw two of my nephews briefly. Had to keep distance, got to be safe still, so... It just sucks because we're close as a family. And unfortunately today, Roe vs. Wade got overturned. So if you're listening to this and you're happy about that and you love the turnout of this, stop listening. I don't want you listening to my podcast. Fuck off. And, uh... Yeah, that's how um, this one's going to be short and super sweet. If you're happy about today, the Roe vs. Wade being turned around, fuck off. And if by chance you're listening to my podcast and you're... I don't care if you listen every week. Don't listen to my podcast. My podcast ain't for you, fuckface.